You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub, for another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. We back, we back, we back. Um, Episode 7 of Season 8. Um, the Hawks and the Cavs did battle on Saturday night. I'm coming to you early Sunday morning, uh, getting this podcast out. I hate that I couldn't get it right after the game, but I was at a cousin's birthday party, went late into the, well, I guess it went early into the early morning. And, uh, I know most of Atlanta was celebrating the win for the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta Braves going to the world series. Shout out to the Braves. Shout out to all the Braves fans. It is definitely something good for the city, man. Big ups to those guys, man. Um, but the Hawks did play basketball game. Had a 6 o'clock tip against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, the 0-2 Cleveland Cavaliers at the time. And uh, we're going to talk about that, man. We're going to get into that in the second segment and all the nuts and bolts. Um, we usually start the podcast out with some Hawks news. But there's no major news to report. No major uh, articles or anything to um talk about so we're going to go into our injury report 
But before we do the injury report, I want to get rid of some housekeeping. Um, a large part of what we do is on the social media front. So if you have not already, please, please, please check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Hawks Beat. You can also hit us up on Instagram as well. Same name for all of those platforms <laughs> at Hawks Beat. All one word. Uh, find us on the gram. Find us on the book, Twitter and all that jazz, man. You can find us there. Also, uh, we we <laughs> we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you know so you get that email whenever uh, we we shoot out an episode, and that really helps us out as well. But what helps us probably the most are our ratings. Make sure you swing by Apple Podcast and uh, shoot us a five star rating. Let us know what you love about the show, how we can improve. We would greatly appreciate that. So, yeah, um, injury report. Injury report tonight. Uh, I need to get a sponsor for this injury report. That's what I need to do. Injury report is brought to you by. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that. Um, injury report was same as game one. Uh, Gallo was out. Congo was out. Um, Congo is gonna be out for the foreseeable future, but um, Gallo still dealing with some soreness. Still dealing with some shoulder soreness. So uh, we're definitely gonna keep our eye on that. As far as the Cavs are concerned, they were without one of their one of their guys, a Darius Garland, who is um, he's a baller, man. He for for a young guy, a lot of the things that they like to do with that backcourt um, runs with Darius Garland. But listen, they started the old vet tonight. <laughs> when I tell you he did not miss a beat, he did not miss a beat. Uh, they started um, Ricky Rubio, the vet, and let me tell you something, man. Ricky Rubio still has a lot of basketball in him. Um, he's been in this league for a while. He's a savvy veteran. But uh, as we'll get into when we break down the game, Ricky Rubio still got some some of them old vet moves on him. <laughs> he dropped 23 tonight and 8 assists. And, uh, yeah, like going into the game, and I'm going to be honest with you, the one guy I didn't count on burning the Hawks was Ricky Rubio. So, yeah. <laughs> um Hawks and Cavs will face off three more times this season. Uh, they play a total of four four times this year. Um, going into the game, the over-under was 225. So if you bet the under, congratulations. You made a little bit of a change. Uh, made, made a little bit of some uh, some change in your pocket. Keen, why do you take my pocket money? <laughs> Shout out to the coming to America reference. But uh, Hawks went into this game as the away team. Uh, as eight point favorites. So if, if you took the Cavs and those eight points, you also won a little money there. But um, the Cavs were coming off the second game of a back to back, which is, and, and I said this earlier, I tweeted out some game notes kind of before um, the game. And from time to time, if you're following us on Twitter, um, from time to time, I'll tweet out maybe some game notes before the game. If I do some, you know, just some stats and just some stuff that I find valuable as a nerd <laughs> of the game. Uh, I can be uh, I, I can be a little analytical at times, but, yeah, if you're following us on Twitter, sometimes I'll tweet out some stats before the game and this, that, and the other. But um, for the Cavs, this was the second game of a back-to-back, and I don't think that uh, the back-to-back thing is an issue that much this early in the season. A lot of these guys are still trying to play their play their way into peak game shape. Uh, I'm not going to say they're out of shape, but um, a lot of these guys are trying to play themselves into to peak game shape. And um, 
early in the season, back-to-backs aren't as much of an issue, I don't believe. Um, so, look, um, so the questions about this game, like, what happened? <laughs> How do we think uh, – who, who do we think played well for the Hawks tonight? Who do we think played well? Listen, we're going to answer all those questions and more in the second segment. So we're going to take a quick little break. going to break down some of the numbers, break down the game, uh, what we saw uh, break down the game by the numbers and give you our opinions. We were going to hear from you guys, hear from your opinions in the third segment and uh, see if we can get some quotes from Coach uh, Coach Nate. All that and more. You're listening to the Hawksby Podcast, Season 8, Episode number 7. It's your man, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes, to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did All right, folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 8, Episode 7. I'm your host, Edub, talking about um, a Hawks loss. So listen, it is apparent that the Atlanta Hawks are not going to go 82-0. I know, I know. After the first game, you know, 82-0 seemed like a viable option. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's not going to happen this year. I guess they're going to have to settle for going 81-1. and <laughs> I kid, I kid. But listen, Hawks lose to Cleveland Cavaliers 101 to 95. And uh I'll give you my general takeaways probably at the end of this segment or the beginning of this third segment. But uh they got cooked by Ricky Rubio. Well, not not just Ricky Rubio. Their front line is enormously big. Like those guys, I mean Allen and Mobley are legit seven footers. Uh, marketing is every bit 6'10, 6'11. So they're very long in the middle. They're very long down low. And it seemed to cause problems for the Hawks, especially in that second and third quarter, man. Um, yeah. So starting out this game, the Hawks and, and uh, the Cavs, the first quarter was definitely not a uh, <laughs> it was definitely not an instant classic. Uh, very sloppy start for both teams. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
first quarter was not thrilling basketball. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. Most first quarters of NBA games, you're not going to get thrilling basketball. But in typical fashion, it was not thrilling basketball. <laughs> the Hawks, Hawks come out and they win the quarter 27 to 24. And, um, you know, I, I was really looking to see how the starters were going to come out this game. I said before the game that I expect Trey Young to be a little bit more aggressive. He mentioned that after last after the game, after the first game, he was saying that he should. He felt like he felt that he should have come out more aggressive. And so I was looking to see how aggressive he was, and he was more aggressive. <laughs> he had a really good first quarter, you know, um, nine points, um, only one assist. But uh, he was getting to his shots. I didn't think he was pressing. All the shots he took were within the offense. And uh, I thought he was I thought he was off to a good start. As a unit, I didn't think they played uh, particularly well. Like particularly great. I just thought it was like okay. I didn't think it was really good basketball. You know, they shot thirty nine percent. You know, forty they three or seven from three. But uh, yeah, nothing really to you know write home about in that in that first quarter. Second quarter was a little bit better. The first first guy off the bench for the Hawks was Kevin Herter. I got to go back and see if he was the first guy off the bench in the first game. I don't know if it was Kevin or Cam, but. Uh, it seems like Kevin Herter and Cam Reddish are going to be the first two guys off the bench for the Hawks for the foreseeable future until Gallinari gets in. So, again, uh, it's just seeing how Nate is doing his rotations. And Cam Reddish is this is game two, right? This is game two. And I'm, I don't want to put too much on it, but he had another really good game, another really good game. I said, and, and I normally say this for the third segment, I thought Cam Reddish was probably the, Hawk, the best Hawks player tonight, you know, outside of Trey Young. You know, maybe maybe Trey, you know, maybe they're 1A, 1B. But I thought Cam Reddish was really good tonight on both sides of the, on the court, you know. Cam is a two-way player. And when he's going offensively, it's like you almost have to put him out there, right? You got to put him out there. Um back to the game. Second quarter, you, you saw a little bit more of the same. I, I think that um, Hawks had a little bit more shots falling in that second quarter. And um, you see both teams start to settle in again. Uh, Ruby, Ricky Rubio had 10 points in that second quarter. And you're like, Ricky Rubio? And so here's the thing. I looked at this Cavs team and I was like, yo, like when Colin Sexton is like your number one guy, you're only going to go so far. And I really thought, and I really thought going into this game that the Hawks' depth was going to be the difference in the game. And I thought that their depth actually caught them, you know, kept them in the game. But um, between the second quarter and the third quarter, that's when that game got away from them. The Hawks ended the second quarter, well, the Cavs ended the second quarter on a 10-2 run. Um they were outscoring the, the the Cavs. They were outscoring the Hawks in the paint, thirty to twenty two, and so you're starting to look. Okay, second unit comes in. They get a little separation at the beginning of the quarter, but they just cannot close out that second quarter. So you're going into the half. Cavs are feeling a little good about themselves. You know, they're going that ten two run, and even though you're up three, you're like, oh man, you know, we we got to close out these quarters better. Cam came in good. It looked really good again. 
got a quick eight points off the bench, knocked down two threes. And uh, you just have to love what you're seeing by Cam Reddish. Again, you want that sample size to grow. You want that sample size to grow. And it's so funny watching the timeline because Cam is so Cam is so loved. Every basket. <laughs> this is the every basket he makes. Like everybody's just celebrating like it's the Super Bowl. But uh hey man. <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? Big up your player, man. If that's your guy, salute that man. Clap for that man. Tweet for that man. You know what I'm saying? If that's your guy, do your thing, you know? It's just fun to see, man. It's good to see the kid playing well. It's good to see, uh, you know, uh, and, and, I know, and I know it's a short sample size. I know it's a short sample size. Two games. Ring, put, put about five of these games together. Put about five of these games together. And we know you're going to have some bad nights. We know you're going to have some off nights. Put a couple of these games together and let's start building that sample size. But, again, Hawks going to the quarter. They're up three. Um, but Cleveland's on a little run. And listen, when I tell you that um, the Hawks got smacked in the mouth <clears throat> in the beginning of that third quarter, I don't know what, what Cleveland what was said in halftime or what was said in both locker rooms, but Cleveland jumps out to a, I mean, they score, what was it? I think I listed my notes. They went on a 20-0 to zero run. Uh, they start the quarter 15-3, to three and it was 20 to, so it was 10-2. to at the end of the quarter, and then they score like about 15 straight points or so. Um, I don't know the exact number, but it was a 20 to 0 run, you know, 15 to 3 start the quarter, and um, they get a haymaker. <laughs> they get a haymaker in that third quarter, and it was just a lot of Ricky Rubio. Now, here's the thing Ricky Rubio is a solid vet, and that's why coaches often lean on veterans before they will get a young guy with promise, i.e., Solomon Hill i.e. Jalen Johnson. I know a lot of folks get mad every time you see Solomon Hill out on that court, but I'm telling you, coaches are going to play who they're comfortable with. They're going to play who they're comfortable with. Um, but yeah, that third quarter, it was a lot of Ricky Rubio just finding guys. I thought the ball movement was good. I didn't think the Hawks got any stops when they needed to. Um, I think they missed a lot of opportunities as far as the field goals, uh, the shooting was concerned. But let me say this, and I know I'm maybe late uh, bringing this up eight minutes into the second segment. The officiating was horrible. The officiating was horrible. But with that being said, listen, you cannot use that as an excuse. You simply can't. You can't say, oh, well, we lost that game back in October, but the officiating was bad. No, you cannot do that. You have to find a way. Keep your head down and not be bothered by bad officiating. I thought the officiating was horrible. It was horrible. It was really bad. But again, like you can't you can't blame it on that. Like you can't blame an L on that. You just gotta overcome it. You gotta you gotta knuckle up and play uh better basketball. You gotta find a way around it. Cav shot twenty seven free throws, the Hawks shot seventeen. And the disparity was much bigger, actually, throughout the game. Um, yeah, officiating was terrible, but that goes to be said. Third quarter, the Hawks were still losing, even despite, you know, listen, I know the officiating was bad, but you're still losing this ball game, you know. Um, <clears throat> I thought for the Hawks, I thought that the Cavs' front front line, I think that that's when 
those guys up front really started to bother uh, what the Hawks wanted to do. Uh, again, marketing 6'11", Mobley and Allen are like two seven-footers, basically. And you're just really long down there, you know. Um, Evan Mobley had nine points and was a plus 13 in that third quarter, you know. And the Hawks didn't really have an answer for him. Um, so now you're going into the fourth quarter. You're down 11, which is not an insurmountable lead, you know. Definitely not an insurmountable lead. Leads in the NBA are built to be, uh, <laughs> they're built to be, uh, built and they're built to be lost, you know. Um, but you had to play really good basketball to overcome that lead. Hawks fought back in that third quarter, but not enough to really put a dent into the damage that was already done. Uh, fourth quarter, I thought, I mean, the Hawks won the fourth quarter, but it was almost like a little bit too little, too late. Um, Trey had seven in the third quarter, seven in that fourth quarter. He never really got going, going, you know what I mean? And does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like Trey never really got going, going like he, he played good. He, he finished with, what was his final? Let me see his final stat line, right? 24.7 assists. That's not necessarily a bad night. Eight of two shooting, eight of 22 shooting. Didn't shoot the ball well. I thought, you know, I just think like as a unit, it, like I'm not going to put this game on Trey. Like as a unit, they didn't play well, you know. I thought Cam Reddish gave him good minutes off the bench. Again, I thought Cam was the best player tonight, you know, on both sides of the both sides of the court. Uh, Cam Reddish had 19 points in 27 minutes. So, um, yeah, man, it was just a, a total, um, total, um, not a really a butt weapon, but you just lost, you know. It's NBA. You're going to lose some games, you know. The Hawks actually did manage to get the lead down to five. Um, when they brought Trey in, uh, Trey came in at 8:42 in the fourth quarter. Hawks were down five, and you're starting to feel good about yourself. Okay, Trey's back in. Hawks are only down five, but they simply just cannot close it out. Simply cannot close it out, man. Too um, too much, um, too many trees for Cleveland. Ricky Rubio was just he he was really good tonight. Like he was really good tonight. And I don't know, like sometimes you just gonna have a guy on the other team that is a veteran like Rick and can get to his spots. He can, you know, make passes. And if that's one thing if there's one thing Ricky Rubio's gonna do, he's gonna drop some dimes. <laughs> he gonna drop some dimes. He only had eight tonight, and I was very surprised by how well he was scoring the ball. I was like, yo, like what in the world is going on? But that's the NBA, folks. That is the NBA. So, uh, again, my player of the game tonight is Cam Reddish. Um, salute to that young man again. Read his stat line, 19 points, 7 of 14 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3, uh, 6 boards. And I thought he looked better this game than he did the first game. Like, he looks in control. He looks like he's he looked he looked this game. It looked like he was just really within the offense, and he got his 19 points kind of with ease. First game, it was kind of like okay, well, kind of like a road runner, and it was just like yo, he just gunning, but he got his points. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I think that we're starting to see the beginning stages of it starting to click for Mister Reddish. So, salute to him. I think he is my player of the game. Um, on this second, uh, on the third segment, we're going to take a quick break right now. Uh, I'm going to hear from you guys. We want to know your thoughts. Want to see who your player of the game was, and uh, we'll look and see what Coach uh, had to say after the game. 
Um, you're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 8, Episode 7. I'm your host, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness, the official chiropractor of the Hawksbeat Podcast. If you are experiencing any type of back pain, neck pain, or pain pain, go see our guy, Dr. Rick. Ask him about the Hawksbeat special, which includes a consultation, digital scans, and an adjustment for just $37. Just tell him E-Dub from the Hawksbeat sent you. That's Dow Family Wellness. Check out their banner at thehawksbeat.com or call Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Visit Dow Family Wellness. Tell them Hawksbeat sent you. All right, folks, third and final segment here at the Hawksbeat Podcast. Again, uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you swing by at Apple Podcast and uh, give us a five-star rating. Let you know, let us know what you uh, love about the show, what you would like to see about the show, and uh, we'll try to accommodate you if we can. <laughs> um, yeah, third segment, feedback segment. Like to hear from you guys. Typically, if you're new, if you're new here, here's how things go. When the Hawks lose, I typically don't get as much feedback. <laughs> That's just how it goes. The feedbacks go down, the listens go down, and I kind of get it, especially for those that are passionate Hawks fans. Um, but it is what it is. We're gonna keep it pushing. We're gonna keep it pushing. Still have some folks show us some love after the game. After the game, I typically ask two questions. I ask uh, the Hawks fans, I ask, "Who is your player of the game?" And I, I want to know from you guys, what are some of your takeaways from tonight's game? Um, my guy, Dewan Goodwin on Twitter said refs killed us early with those weak foul calls. <laughs> he said, John Collins has to stop having these games where he takes himself out of the game with unnecessary fouls. Cleveland size kept us out of the paint and our shots weren't dropping. Uh, I think there's something to that as far as John and having these foul foul problems. Uh, I'll just say this. John's a very efficient player. Probably the most efficient player that the Hawks have. But this was one of the, the flags on John coming out of college is that sometimes he gets himself into foul trouble, you know. But for everything John brings to the table, if that's the one thing you got to deal with, I'm cool with it. But, you know, you just you like to see him have a bigger impact. But, hey, it's, it's 82 of these things. So I'm not going to I'm not going to bust his chops for that. But, yeah, you needed a little bit more from him tonight. That is that is without saying. Um any other takeaways, takeaways? My guy Joshua Fletcher on Twitter said, um, responding to who was your player of the game, he said, Trey, uh, for keeping them in the game, shortest man on the team got into the paint more than any of the wings. Okay, okay. Well, thank, thanks for checking us out, uh, Mr. Fletcher. Uh, my guy ATL Ramasaki from Japan, uh, his player of the game, he said, Killer Cam, he said he will be uh, sixth man of the year or most improved can most improved player candidate for sure. Okay, manifest that thing. Talking about our guy Cam Reddish. Um, again, some other folks weighed in with the player of the game, Mandy H on Twitter, uh, H321. So she said Cam Reddish. Uh, my guy Donnell, Donnell Suggs. I got to get you back on the podcast, man. 
uh, said he enjoyed watching Cam Reddish tonight. So it is. It seems like it is unanimous. Uh, Cam Reddish is the Hawks beat player of the game tonight. He wins absolutely nothing for that except the dissatisfaction <laughs> knowing that uh, we called him the player of the game. As far as general takeaways, I'll just say this. Um, Obviously, and I joke, I joke. I, I, we all knew the Hawks weren't going to go 82-0. and 0. However, I will say this, and um, I think uh, – um, before I get before I get my takeaways, let me do this. Let me not get ahead of myself. Um, just some quotes after the game. Uh, if you have, if you're on, um, if you subscribe to the AJC, make sure you check out some of Sarah Spencer's work. Man, she does some good work, and so she wrote a piece definitely after the game. Uh, she wrote a gamer, and she said I had some quotes in there from Capella. Um, Capella after the game, he said, uh, "Let me see if I can find the quote. Just one. Let me see." Yeah, here it is. After the game, Capella said, you've got to get right back to it. He said, every team's going to be waiting on you. It's not as exciting as the second round to the playoffs, second round playoffs to play, but you still have to bring it every night, especially this year. He said, so I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for us to recreate that, to be like, okay, now we're proved that we can do it. So now regular season, we've got to bring it. It's going to be a good challenge for us. I kind of hinted at this in the first podcast, I believe, at one point or another. And I said, for some teams, the Hawks are going to be that team's Super Bowl. Like, they are going to get up on a regular Wednesday night, a regular Wednesday evening game that the Hawks may say is just another game. This team's going to be looking like, oh, this team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to come at you different. Right. Like they about to come at y'all differently. And you got to understand that. Like, yeah, we talking playoffs. But listen, you got to get into the mindset that, hey, every game is go time, you know, and I think they'll be fine. I think Nate's going to get them in that place, but it's going to be an adjustment for them. And, and as I said before, and I've said it several times, the most important things for the Hawks this season is for them to get last year out of their minds, out of their mouths. That was last year. You know, you got to do it again. You got to do it again. You know? So, um, Nate had a quote in uh, the article as well. Again, shout out to Sarah Spencer of the AJC um, in her piece that she wrote after the game. Uh, Nate said, I thought it was the third quarter. I thought we got distracted by the officiating. We lost focus in that second quarter. Definitely talking about the end of the, the second quarter is what he's talking about. Um, he said they mixed in zone. I thought they caught us uh, at a point where we got distracted. We kind of were, weren't able to play out of the next two quarters in the second half. Um, he said he also said I thought that he thought uh, execution defensively. We weren't getting stops. They got the momentum. They pretty much kept the momentum for the rest of the game. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, that sums it up. Um, Hawks weren't getting stops. Uh, they had momentum start feeling good about themselves and the basket starts to get a little bit bigger. You got your home crowd cheering for you and uh, you'll win a game that you're typically probably not supposed to win because Hawks were supposed to win that game. Um so, yeah, man, that, that's that's pretty much the, the bells and whistles of the game. Um, looking forward, so let's look at the calendar and see what is in store for the Hawks team for this week. 
So um, Saturday, um, I'm sure they flew out late last night and get back to Atlanta on Sunday. Um, of course, ever, everybody celebrating uh, the Braves making it to the World Series. But Monday night, they're back at it, back at it against the Detroit Pistons. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to see Cade Cunningham, the first overall pick. Uh, I think he's dealing with a little bit of an injury. So um, Hawks, I imagine, will be favored in that game, looking to get a little get back against a really bad Detroit Pistons team. Well, let me not say really bad. <laughs> They're just Hawks should be favored. Let me just say that. Let me not do that. Let me not do that. <laughs> Hawks, should, Hawks should be favored. Uh, They're home on Monday. Back out on the road on Wednesday against the New Orleans Pelicans. They have their first back-to-back of the season against the Washington Wizards that Thursday. So Wednesday, Pelicans, Thursday, Wizards. And uh, they end out the week Saturday back home here at... Uh, oh, no, not not home. They're, they're going to be on the road still. So, yeah. Um in Philadelphia against the Philadelphia 76. That's going to be a game, y'all. You think you think Ben's going to be back in the building? <laughs> That's going to be something to watch. So um, a four-game week this week for the Hawks. Um, plenty of chances to rebound. Plenty of chances to uh, make up for tonight. And we'll see. So um, thank you guys for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. Uh, remember to check us out on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. At Hawks Beat is the name. Check out all of our uh, partners and sponsors at the T-H-E, HawksBeat.com. We'll see you when we see him. Like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.